1: After Zach and I bought our first home and got married, we were super excited to not only decorate it, but to put some of our biggest memories on our walls. So we went with Framebridge, which made it super easy to get our pictures framed from our wedding at an affordable price. You can easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a Framebridge retail store. All you have to do is upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free secure prepaid packaging or you can also visit one of their 20 plus retail stores frame bridge customs frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships directly to your front door in days for free above our stairs we put pictures of our babies ourselves and from our wedding and we are so happy we went for Framebridge bridge to do it anytime anyone comes to our house is the first thing that they notice Not only is it easy, but it's also affordable to custom frame just about anything. They're very fair and transparent and upfront with their pricing based simply on the size of your items. There is a curated selection of frame styles that are all different. They have fast service, free shipping, and this is great for gifts. Your happiness is also guaranteed, so if you're not 100% happy with your pieces, they'll make it right. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. welcome to the think loud crew podcast three moms getting real with parenthood relationships and our wtf moments of our daily lives i'm cheyenne and i should know this intro by now so don't judge me on the youtube but today we have a very special guest, so I'm very
2: excited. My name is Kyle, and our guest today I was going to say, is... Kyle's not our guest. <laughs> Actually, my name is R-Kyle Lynn. Um, today we have Valerie Lynn with us. I am very excited to have this conversation because I've been working with Valerie, and um, Valerie's been guiding me and coaching me throughout my pregnancy recovery. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited to jump into this conversation and to be able to share her knowledge with you and just things that i've learned that have helped make this transition smoother for me whether it's emotionally physically mentally a whole lot and just you know it's it's really resting well with my soul so i would like to present valerie lynn everyone i feel like writer i think the the crowd goes wild (laughs) So Valerie, can you give us a little tidbit on who you are and what has brought you to um, the current position that you're in in terms of
3: eco-postnatal care and pregnancy recovery? Sure. Thanks for having me, first of all. And My name is Valerie Lynn, and my company is Post-Pregnancy Wellness, and we provide eco-postnatal care to moms recovering from Pregnancy, miscarriage, stillborn birth, and abortion. And this came about because I've been living overseas for about 25 years, and about 20 of it in Malaysia. And after I had my son in 2007, I experienced postpartum anxiety and OCD. And about four, four months later, and I didn't realize what it was until a year later, reading articles out of America, because I was in Malaysia at the time, that the rates were so high, and what I had, and the penny dropped, that at that same moment I was reading, I discovered that Malaysia had the lowest rates of postpartum mood disorders in the world. And I was really astounded, and I went deeper and deeper, and I wound up taking out a spa package, actually a traditional postnatal, spa package, which actually is under postnatal health, and I rebalanced naturally in about three months. And so from that, I just went very deep into my research uh, through the Ministry of Health in Malaysia and hospitals in the field, and I reverse engineered their practices and found out why Malaysia has the lowest rates of postpartum mood disorders in the world. And I'm introducing it to us in the U.S., where in other Western countries where we don't have guidelines, we don't know mm-hmm. why we do this, why we shouldn't do that. Um, and generally we, us Western women, don't listen to people unless we know the why.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So you, you gave us the reason behind Malaysian, the, their postnatal care. Wait,
1: so was statistics. your son in Malaysia with you?
3: Well, I always say with my son, Jordan, he was made in Malaysia and then came back to New Jersey. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's where I'm from for nine months. It was planned that way. My ex-husband's Australian. Okay. And so I wound up having him in New Jersey and then went back, it was May 2007 and went back three months later to Malaysia. Okay. Yeah, so that's, so that's how we, yeah, that's why I didn't do the practices um, for the first six to eight weeks.
2: Got it. And in that, so I, Valerie is also an author. She is the author of The New Mommy Plan. And I started, you know, I'm reading your book. And you touched on how when you had your son in New Jersey, you were like, okay, what's, what's my pregnancy recovery plan? Like, where are the postnatal spas? Where are the postnatal treatments? And those treatments are massages. There's firming paste. There's things for your baby blues. There's the wrapping of the belly. And you weren't able to find any of that here. And you were like, wait, what's, what's going on? And just, it's a completely different experience in Malaysia. So you just talked about how you took out a traditional spa package. What does that mean? Like, what does postnatal care look like in Malaysia?
3: In Malaysia, it's, it's structured, it's prepared for and planned for. It's not a random recovery. And women usually have it sorted out and they're planned by the beginning of the third trimester first week and it entails the body care and it it entails your diet and how you live your lifestyle There's those precautions to protect the body that you don't want to expose yourself to um, that is based all on the the postnatal anatomy and and the state that it's in afterwards because birth and growing a baby and birthing is a lot more on the body than we than we think here mm-hmm. and we don't realize that because it's not, I don't want to say it's not
2: important,
3: but it's just deemed, it's not covered in the medical community.
2: It's not taught. It's no. not shared. It's, um, they always tell us, oh, you're pregnant for nine months. It's actually 10 <laughs> on on average. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they tell you, go home, don't lift anything over 25 pounds and just be all about your baby. But it's still, how are, how are we supposed to heal internally? How are we supposed to... You know, there's this huge snapback culture in like Western um, Western societies, which to me, I've never really kind of understood because it's your body goes through a lot. And even in pregnancy, like when you're reading about pregnancy, on average, they're like, you know, most women only gain about 20 to 30 pounds. I don't know any of these women that only gained Bro, 20 to 30 pounds. <laughs> I gained way more than 20 to 30. I gained like 80 pounds. I don't know where that 80 pounds came from because my kids weren't, you know, it's not like mm-hmm. I was having 10 pound babies, but it's, um, your body literally becomes this oven that is cooking a child and <laughs> it's, um, it's a lot it's a lot and i you know our organs get squished up everything's getting moved around your hips spread like there's a lot there's your you nose know, spreads your nose can spread <laughs> mm-hmm. your skin can go crazy like we are all know, like a oh, pregnant woman's hormones are um they can be pretty atrocious um but it's it's not in our control it is a it's a process of creating this human um But yeah, they talk about, they shorten our, they shorten our pregnancy time. They don't give us any like recovery guidelines. And then it's like,
1: I would say and be normal for my birth, my labor with Ryder, And then the after recovery, like information I got was like very, very minuscule when I had ACE because it was throughout COVID, Mm -hmm. it was so much more, but I really think with COVID, they were taking more precautions because mental health, the mental health and postpartum and stuff. When I was le- getting ready to leave the hospital, I was, you know, ready for the little pamphlet that I got with rides. Like, check a few boxes if you're happy or sad and you're ready to go. They were very, very anal this time around. And I, I asked them why, you know, what changed? And they were like, well, COVID, the um, depression rate, pregnant or not, has skyrocketed. Wow. So I was it, I thought it was interesting to see, OK, now you guys are taking it a little bit more serious. And even when you do your um, checkup appointments with the baby, they would be very thorough. Our pediatrician would be very thorough to sit there and ask me a bunch of questions about myself where I feel like, again, it was a lot more this time around than back when I had Ryder.
2: I agree with that. I my insurance company called me more. And mm-hmm. they were like, hey, I just want you to know these are the services that we offer. Like, do you have a doula? Are you working with a midwife? I think they were trying to um, bring more programs in to help support the mother. Just because when, you know, after you deliver, there's all the attention is pretty much on the baby. It's never really focused on the mother um, in terms of recovering or the transition, I feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right K. Hi. <laughs> Right, right. I just got dressed from a shower.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so I do agree with you that
2: mm-hmm. things it's a have lot different. Changed. And it even different.
1: things have changed on social media. When, again, when I was pregnant with Ryder, if I looked up the hashtag pregnancy or postpartum or recovery, it was way different the things that came up then mm-hmm. than what come up now. I mean, now if, there's so many things online. Way more back then that you can find now that are more accessible about postpartum recovery and even about like being comfortable in your body. Like women are starting to post their bodies more now after having a child just to show the snapback culture that yeah. you know, I look like this, and I feel like it's becoming more and more and more in our face. Yeah, it's it helps us feel, I think, more empowered
2: um, to be able to embrace our bodies and knowing that it's just gone through a, a whole a huge change. But I do want to comment one thing. So the difference that I saw in Cheyenne between pregnancy number one and pregnancy number two. Pregnancy, number one, like she said, there was no thoughts of, or knowledge, or know-how in terms of how to heal after pregnancy, you know, for the mom and what Mm -hmm. her body's gone through, Um, and you've touched on this before, how you experienced some postpartum depression after you had Ryder in that first year, I feel. Um, With Ace, however, you were more proactive in planning your pregnancy recovery, which... I admired, I loved, and it sparked me on this whole journey, of, which is even how I, you know, started to research pregnancy recovery and how I found Valerie and reached out um, and just knowing that there are options. And like yeah. you said, social media has really changed. So that's where we became familiar with the, excuse me, if I'm saying this wrong, um, the Bing Kung, Bing, Kung. Um, Bing Kung, um, belly, wrap, ri- The belly binding and Cheyenne actually she took time for herself, um, mommy, a necessary mommy time to do the rapping and to have a set hour where she would, you know, it was her hour to do nothing but just be treated and to be loved on and do like a mental wellness check. And I really saw the importance of that because, you know, once you have a child, you're at the you know the beck and call of this child, whether it's feeding, changing diapers, bathing, just I'm crying, I want a hug. It's it's a it's the constant, permanent, twenty four hour job. (laughs) So And it doesn't stop. Oh it doesn't stop. Jordan Jordan is now fourteen. Yes. And um he's still
3: going. I'm like it just changes what they want. But (laughs) that's why in America, you know, we, we deal with all of these external factors. But what we're doing after childbirth is we need to put the body back together internally, physically, spiritually, mentally. Because the body basically unhinges giving birth. And I don't, I don't like to make this comparison, like, you know, like a mouth of a snake or something that it, we unhinge and then we give birth. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you've had a surgical birth, there's things that need to be healed. And so yeah. that's what Don't Malay's they, like,
1: take your organs out or something? mm mm-hmm. Right. Like how I'm like how do you feel I, normal yeah, after I, that when your organs have just sat down next to you and I then put, and,
2: that's the thing, and they I put feel them like back I in have you the wrong like visual of what a cesarean looks like because I hear they take your organs I don't know if they're just like moving them over or if it's like let
1: me actually in my head they're sitting on top of you or they're like sitting next well, to I you I had <laughs> an emergency
3: cesarean. So oh. Jordan, so where were your organs? I, well, then I there was a screen. <laughs> I don't know because your screen is like up to your chest.
1: I'd be like, can you tell me where they're at now?
3: But yeah, I mean, just you know, just taking that, putting it, it was—it's so yeah. unsettling. And I, I, you know, when I woke up, my cousin was there, and um, and I, I just, I was still just, I was couldn't hold Jordan because mm. I felt nauseous and I was vomiting still from the pharmaceutical effects and. Yeah. It was not what you, you know, you would think. And that's really a typical, not, well, I don't want to say it's a typical, word, but it's common in New Jersey um, that has very high rates of cesarean. Hmm. Um,
2: that's interesting.
3: So mm-hmm. it, yeah, so it was hard. And so when I was like, okay, where's the things now I've done this, that help with the internal, the internal healing. Right. The, you know, re- uh, rebalancing of the hormones, losing that, you know, the water fat and flatulence, the air, because your body's very airy afterwards too and that can resettle of course you know the the fat when how is that going to start to be relieved and released mm-hmm. and we just don't do that here
1: mm-hmm. but it's like
3: massages like
1: uh, yeah when i did the i worked with the company um what's it called um belly belly bind thank you i'm like damn it um when i worked with belly bind I worked with Tay. She would come here, and she would do an hour with me. And the first day, she was like, "You know, I'm gonna press on your stomach, and it might like release." And I'm like, "Release what? (laughs) Is it gonna come out of me?" And she's like, "Yeah, I can." I'm like, "Oh, okay." And I was thinking about how when you go through afterbirth, which I feel like is something also that we didn't talk about or we don't talk about, and. I was not prepared for afterbirth when I had Ryder because I didn't even know that there was an afterbirth after I had Ryder. I'm like, did I not do enough research on this? But I feel like when you do a lot of pregnancy and labor research, it's all about the initial labor. But it's not enough information about afterbirth and that they push on your stomach and you stop to deliver placenta. And it's like a whole nother 45 minutes to an hour of labor and the baby's already out i'm like nobody told me this i'm looking at my mom like why didn't you tell me this and y'all i watched cheyenne's Afterbirth, and i it was, was in not- complete <laughs> awe just like i'm like no one explained that this is a whole nother process there's no video yeah. or textbook or
2: no t- one talks that about after for that because it's they're not
1: showing I even that think in, your the movies. No. It. Like, the, in the your movie. The just
2: talks about it. No.
1: In the movie, you like, have the baby in the movie, and then the baby gets clean and you're holding the baby. No one shows the hour that it takes to push on your stomach and you're pu- you're pushing out extra blood and whatever the hell is coming out. And then you deliver your placenta. And then if you tore, they're stitching you up. Like it's a whole other hour process that you're sitting there yeah. with your legs wide open while everybody's over there cooing over the baby. And it's like, hey, mm-hmm. did you guys forget about me over here? You're, and you're worn out. Right you can't you don't even care at that point you're, like you're worn out. at that point i'm butterflied and i'm like just fix it just Any, just try to fix it anybody as best as you can, can. See, anyone could walk in right now and i'm not flinching no not like. at all <laughs> so i feel like when tay was like "We're okay, gonna push you in your stomach i immediately had like ptsd from afterbirth experiences mm-hmm. but it was very gentle and it was not like you know some huge gush of anything but it was a very gentle massage but after i would feel so like better and i'm like trying to figure out can i push on my own stomach and like make myself feel like better and we did firming pace she taught me how to wrap my stomach and she would play like this meditation thing and i swear it was oprah and one day I looked at her I said, is that Oprah's voice? And she was like, yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Meditation <laughs> tape is this? I am like, damn girl, Oprah, you being everything. So Oprah's getting all the coins. Bro, I swear in the <laughs> beginning, it's literally Oprah's voice. I'm like, why am I getting calm to Oprah? But it was such a difference in like looking forward to that hour. Mm-hmm. And I was so sad when my, um, my package was ending. And I'm like, now what, Tay? Like. I don't want you to leave and then she taught me how to self-rap where if you would have told me in the beginning of our sessions that I was going to be able to do it myself at the end I would have looked at her like she was crazy but throughout each one she would teach and I would do it and I didn't even realize I was doing it and it helped so much the difference in me taking that hour out of a day um to just breathe and to not worry and if ace would start crying and he's in another room she would say it's okay just go tend to the baby like it was very very like gentle gentle yeah and i'm like dang i wish i would have known about this before yeah
2: so when i saw shine doing this i was like internet (laughs) where what can i do but just the person i am i was you know let me just dig a little deeper like where does this come from why don't we know? Why isn't this commonly talked about or practiced? Like, where is the cultural disconnect for me? Um, and in that research, I came across Valerie and her website and. Y'all have to go to the website. We're going to insert it right here. Please go read Valerie's bio because it's you see more of a breakdown of what she's done. And you can see the numbers of Malaysia versus the U.S. where Malaysia, the global benchmark at 3%,
1: you know, for postpartum. So um, does Malaysia have a longer period, like a maternity leave I mean, they just they have a three month maternity leave, but what they really
3: focus on is the first six weeks. No way. And so that's when the body is naturally healing itself. So, it's it's minimum effort, maximum results. And there's a sequence to how the body, to how they do the body treatment, in which you know it helps the body warm the body, and then um, you, you stimulate the body, and then the body sheds the water, the fat, and flatulence, it rebalances the hormones, which helps breast milk production gives you energy. So there's a whole system. Mm -hmm. So I did my research through the Ministry of Health and hospitals in the field, and I reverse engineered it, reverse engineered their core practices. And that's why I wrote the book, you know, The New Mommy Plan.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, That's A-N-G-I dot com.
1: After Zach and I bought our first home and got married, we were super excited to not only decorate it, but to put some of our biggest memories on our walls. So we went with Framebridge, which made it super easy to get our pictures framed from our wedding at an affordable price. You can easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a Framebridge retail store. All you have to do is upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or you can also visit one of their 20 plus retail stores frame bridge customs frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships directly to your front door in days for free above our stairs we put pictures of our babies ourselves and from our wedding and we are so happy we went for Framebridge to do it anytime anyone comes to our house it's the first thing that they notice Not only is it easy, but it's also affordable to custom frame just about anything. They're very fair and transparent and upfront with their pricing based simply on the size of your items. There is a curated selection of frame styles that are all different. They have fast service, free shipping, and this is great for gifts. Your happiness is also guaranteed, so if you're not 100% happy with your pieces, they'll make it right. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. So how do, because I feel like out here when men hear like postpartum recovery or postpartum depression or anxiety, it's kind of like still kind of like taboo or like you'll be fine. In Malaysia, is it are the men receptive to the females like setting up this you know care for them, or are they kind of is it just like this is what it is? No, hundred percent, they understand that this
3: is kind of a woman's domain, and they give people the space. And it's also um, a cultural something that's cultural in Malaysia, where mm-hmm. the medical field still takes responsibility up until birthing a healthy baby and a mom. And then this is where culture takes over. and But Malaysia, the government invests billions of dollars every year. Each woman is allotted um, six two-hour body treatments, wrappings, um, and treatments all within the first six weeks that give birth in a public hospital.
1: So it's covered through your insurance. It's su- Yes, it's super
3: important. That's the government, it's the, the go- national yeah. policy mm-hmm. in the public hospitals. The private do the private. But uh, so, but it's, it's, they start with day, target day five, start by day seven, finish by day 44. And they do these wrappings. And actually the company that you're talking about uses my products that I import Mm -hmm. actually from Malaysia i know that company
1: you have great products (laughs) (laughs) y'all i
2: use valerie's products and i'm not pregnant anymore well duh it's post-pregnancy but i'm not in my well i'm always going to be in my healing stage but um i used all the products up and literally i miss them i miss the smells i miss the feelings the warmth like the tingling sensation so
1: the firming paste was yours Yes. yes did you not love the firming paste i did i wanted her to leave it on longer I, I still have it, I can, I don't know if it's going, it is. is it going <laughs> to firm anything
2: now? Well, no, it's interesting, so I started Valerie's program, is that like January, and February, so I was, like yeah, like three, four months postpartum, and I'd kind of hit like a plateau weight-wise, and it's not like I'm like, oh, let me go work out, but I am mindful because I'm going to be in a wedding in September, so, you know, what's going on with my body is... Size
1: two only. Four. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways.
2: Can't come to my own
1: wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. I don't know anyone who wears a size two anymore except for the kids. Like three of my friends. I'm like, can oh, you yeah. guys get big for my wedding they're, so they're, I look smaller? <laughs> they're structurally
2: petite. Um, but after I did Valerie's the program and followed, you know, this, the protocol, the Malaysian protocol and the, the routine, I lost another 15 pounds. Not working out. I didn't really change anything change much in my diet. Um, Valerie also is an author of a cookbook um where she has the recipes for. Damn Valerie, you'll be busy no, girl. When I say Valerie's <laughs> been working like this, um I'm very appreciative of Jordan, her son, because he put her on a path that I think has been very necessary and needed and like someone needed to do the work and Valerie did the work and it's um people are probably annoyed at me. Like all my friends who are pregnant right now or like the men I'm like, Hey, like I know you guys are in bliss right now, but like, have you guys discussed a recovery plan? Like, what are we doing for the fourth trimester? And they're like, I'm a new dad. I'm not a dad yet, but I'm a new dad. What is the fourth trimester? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, let me send you some stuff or let me talk to you about some things. Um, and also in terms of like preventative health, you know, preventative health care in terms of, um, because Malaysia takes the time to invest you know in the people and the women, and pregnancy is you know to me it seems like it's very sacred it that preventative care takes the postpartum mood and anxiety disorders way down, so they are three percent the u s is like around like twenty twenty five percent um so it's like a million new cases per year, undocumented like off the record, you know there's a lot of women who aren't recording it who aren't seeking help or who may not even know that they're
3: experiencing it so
2: it's pmad do they call it pmad is it like yeah
3: kind of that postpartum mood and anxiety disorders yeah. so I think pmad i think mad
2: you know what after pregnancy
1: we our bodies get a little mad because they need some love and tender care postpartum is what? there like a time stamp well i mean there's you have pregnancy which
3: is 40 weeks And then you you got to tack on the fourth trimester. That's an additional twelve. So you're looking at a year. What's twelve weeks? It's twelve weeks. Yes. How long is that in months? Wow. So it's um, three three months. It's another three months. Okay. So you so you got to look at pregnancy as fifty two weeks, and you will need this, and um, postpart officially postpartum. Technically, postpartum just means after the birth, focusing on the mom. Technically, in medical terminology, that's all that means. But Mm -hmm. it's gotten this negative connotation, postpartum hemorrhage, postpartum anxiety, postpartum, um, you know, uh, depression, but really technically that's what it means. But it, so we'll say postpartum. So that's why people are using, you know, you know, other, other ways to describe it. I'm trying to say your partum. Okay. Let's design your partum because we look at it negative. And for me in countries like Malaysia, it's an opportunity to replenish your body. It's an opportunity to use the relaxing hormone in your body and that take advantage of that natural healing that the body's having and harness it, which we do in Malaysia. So we actively manage and harness that shedding process and it's more efficient. So in Malaysia, they actually restructure their body after childbirth mm-hmm. with through wraps and through um, things like that. Cause you have that level of hormone in your body. Mm-hmm. And so it's a real opportunity. And so it's why it's under traditional beauty, but it's really traditional feminine healthcare.
1: Okay. Can you have, like, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but, like, late postpartum depression? Like, I feel like a lot of times, right, when you have the baby, everyone's looking at you, like, you okay? You okay? Like, trying to figure it out. But what if it doesn't come for months? Like, are you just considered depressed, or do you still think that that's a part of, like, your postpartum recovery or experience? It is. I didn't get mine until month four. Four months afterwards.
2: Were, when it happened, were you aware of what was happening? Like, could you identify it yourself or did it take time? Was it from an outside perspective that was like, hey, I see this? Or like, how did you realize
3: that you were experiencing PMED? Uh, uh, it, again, it was the anxiety, not depression. And 14 years ago, it wasn't a common and I was in Malaysia that was the low country of the lowest rate so no one really and normally talks about it there, and even to this day I am postpartum support international country coordinator for Malaysia for the last 12 years and we're in one hundred and thirty eight countries and I still struggle for women that contact me to find someone that um, you know deals with postpartum mood disorders so it's always an add-on but I did not know. I read articles out of America a year later I was still experiencing I Started about month four, by month 12, again, May 2008, Mother's Day, reading articles out of America, the penny dropped what I had. Because I had a clean mental health history. Mm-hmm. And when you have, for me, my experience with postpartum anxiety was I, I thought accidentally I was going to kill or hurt my son somehow. Whether I was going to fall down a stair, whether I was going to you know, leave in the bath, something that was irrational, and that was causing me to have the OCD because, like, you know, like you're locking the door 20 times or you're checking your baby 20 times, and that would only relieve it. So you're in a state of just high anxiety, and it's very exhausting. And just because you have the baby and you're out and have this clean mental health, and I was a strategic business consultant in Asia, I ran the American Chamber of Commerce, like you think, oh, she's okay, but I was not on the inside. But you, you couldn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And so I was self-diagnosed, and that was like 50% of, of, you know, of the relief when I found out. And then that's when I turned and I got this package. The package was a combination of just massages with specific type of oils that were heaty to the body because my postpartum anxiety, I mean, postpartum mood disorders is an imbalance of hormones because your body stagnates, you know, you have a baby and the, and the postpartum functions are triggered and everything else in the body. Um, become secondary, your digestion and your circulation, your metabolism. So you need to stimulate the body externally with natural things because pregnancy is natural and birth is a natural event. And so you just need natural things to help the body stabilize. So, but us in America and Western countries, we don't have, you shouldn't do this, you should do that. So we're always interrupting that process of restabilization and release of the water and fat. And so it's a longer week in recovery. So we don't understand it. So these are the the things that I have studied, the postnatal anatomy, so I could explain them to moms.
1: So for somebody who's out here and let's say they don't have the financial backing to go to, you know, to do a program like I did or to, um, you know, get the massages, like what would you suggest for someone to do that was just home and doesn't necessarily have the financial backing or the help to take, you know, time off without the children, like what would be your suggestion? Um,
3: You know, people come to me all the time and they do say that. And they, you know, they say we're in a culture that doesn't prepare. And this is preparation. And you you do need it because it makes a world of difference. So the things that I would recommend that people get is a, first of all, a feminine wash. And then we're not talking a douche, nothing like that. And it's herbal and it has to, you can make this at home, but you need to also add traditional feminine herbs that are used for like vaginal toning and wound healing and things that are there to replenish the womb and restore it. So you recuperate. Mm -hmm. So there's things, and you definitely should wrap from, you know, the hips up. You know, you know, at least for the first three weeks, and to hold the perineum floor, because we don't do anything for a perineum floor here either in the U.S. And so that's a really big consideration after childbirth, whether you've had a cesarean or regular birth. Um, and so you need, so you need to understand the body a bit more. And so I would say feminine wash, and a wrap, and some type of a herbal tea you get a herbal tea that helps the body, the digestion. Um, the digestive tract, mm-hmm. and you got to look at what's there. It has to be stimulating, circulating, and warming properties. And on, um, you know, with the whole education part's another, a whole another. Um, something field. that
2: really stood out to me. Um, will you talk about the hot and cold state?
1: Of- wait, sorry. Before you go there, mm-hmm. the wash and the tea and the wrap—is that all stuff that you have on your site? Yes. Oh, wait. yeah, I do. Are, is it expensive? Is it?
3: No, there's different packages. You know, there's, you know, there's like a full Monty package with like a whole set for 30 days with my two books, with an hour coaching with me, with videos and product uses charts. So that's, you know, so that's $350 for...
1: I thought you were about to be like two grand. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, I, I, want, I did get into this. My heart really got into this to reduce the rates of postpartum mood disorders because what I went through was awful mm-hmm. and i was just i was a bitch for the whole year and so when i look back on that if i wasn't in malaysia with a live-in help i don't know how i could have coped yeah, so you, yeah. Have, and you, have you had
2: a high i feel like a demanding job yeah, like very, their work was demanding so you didn't have the option like
3: 60 70 hours week mentally
2: yeah. to be like oh let me just check out like you not only had to show up for your child and your job but you had to show up for yourself yeah. to even
3: get there yeah And I didn't. didn't,
1: So if that package has all of that, that's everything. Yeah. Right. So then, like, what would be like a feminine wash?
3: Feminine wash uh, is
1: what is that? I think
3: it's like thirty dollars. I think thirty five. They're affordable.
1: They're affordable. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So it's fourteen because the first four days after birth are devoted to the perineum. You should have that. Okay. So so because you had a baby, you're going to be bleeding. You're going to be open. The surface is going to be open. So you have to have things that you know to help. that helps shrink, you know, shrink, um, uh, the, the, the cervix and, and the vagina and get things back to, back to, um, back to normal faster. So
1: I know we were asking or talking about if you can use the feminine wash, even like way after you've had a baby. So that's okay.
3: Yeah, it is. All this is traditional feminine healthcare. I mean, I use these products now, but after childbirth, you need a concerted amount of just support for the body. But these this can be used at, at any time, as well as for recovery after miscarriage, stillborn birth, and abortion, because you still your body was put in motion and you were pregnant, and the body let go for whatever reason, and so things are going to reverse even you know, even faster, and they don't have that benefit of uh, of the same type of um, internal healing process that happens when you when you go full full term birth
2: so how how many weeks or how long would you use the products after a miscarriage or an abortion um, and do you use the same the same products or is it like a only a certain amount or like certain types of products? Is it more like the feminine wash um with pregnancy, I know there's wrapping. Do you need that wrapping to feel you know for everything to be snug in that warm state like what products would you suggest or recommend for? healing or the recovery after like a miscarriage or an abortion?
3: Um, It depends with the wrapping. It depends how far you went with the pregnancy. So it could, if you're, you know, over 20 weeks, it does help. You know, it depends how, you know, how, how uh, distended that the, um, the abdomen started, the muscles started to be affected by the size of the baby. Um, And, Many women just do wrap afterwards because it, it makes them feel good that they're doing something for emotional you know emotional reasons, but they, for those for those type of pregnancies there's a smaller bundle that they would use the tea and the feminine wash. Um, you know, there's even like a herbal compress uh, that
1: that helps the the abdomen that you can use
3: that infuses D P into the womb that helps
1: it close faster. Mm-hmm. And, um, have you been approached by women in that type of situation? Yes. So is it common or is it something that doesn't happen that often? Um, you know, people don't know that what
3: they can do. Mm -hmm. We don't know. We don't know what's happening in the body because everything is internal, even that, you know, the vagina is internal. So we don't even know what's happening there. And there's just so many people who don't even know what their own vagina looks like, let alone how it functions and how the body functions during pregnancy and afterwards. So they're not looking for these recovery products cuz they don't think they're out there. And it's very gentle. When we think of recovery, we think of this, you know, big ordeal. Right. And so this is, you know, small where for the a pregnancy package, I mean a miscarriage package I sent out just last week, it had um a tea, it had a herbal a herbal oil and it had a feminine wash.
1: It makes so much sense like hearing you say hearing you say it now that you would still go through like a recovery process, even after like a miscarriage or an abortion or something. But I think in, you know, and not being ignorant, but just not even thinking about it, you wouldn't even necessarily think that you still go through some of the same things and would need a recovery package. But it's like your hormones are still... (laughs) not the same. And, you know, on overdrive to figure out whatever the hell's going on in your body. So it makes so much sense hearing you say it, but I think it's kind of like how you said that people don't even know that these things are available to you. Yes, because it's not part of our culture. And so they would follow
3: between one and three weeks of a recovery. Um, You know, let that they do a pregnancy, you know, after pregnancy, it's usually about six to eight weeks. This is like between one and three weeks, depending on your situation. Got it.
1: Is it the same thing as far as if you were to do an abortion by taking a pill or by a surgical abortion? Is it the same kind of recovery or is it different? Yeah, no, it's the same. It's the same
3: because you have the the core tenets of what you do and how the body functions and reverses, no matter you know race, creed, you know doesn't culture. It's a you're looking at break it down to the feminine body and the postnatal anatomy, and that's the common element. And so that's why I took everything back to science, postnatal science, postnatal food science, mm-hmm. anatomy, and looked at what happens structurally in the body. Got it.
1: The yeah. cookbook is also postnatal stuff? Yes,
3: yes. yes. So that's the, uh, the, new, the new mommy plan. Um, healing meals, simple recipes for new moms. So I took, again, the food science based on the postnatal anatomy and what's happening, and then I um, adapted it for a Western diet
2: and lifestyle so when i went to dc i cooked some recipes from the book and they are good they're simple and it's the nice thing is is the things that i've learned from valerie and from you know applying your methods it doesn't take me out of my oh i like her yeah she's beautiful that's her logo She's gorgeous and she gets changed. She gets, I could say she gets new outfits. <laughs> I'm done. No. So she That's has like true. a shocker one. Like we can include some of the images, um, in the video. So if y'all are listening on the podcast, or like on a podcast platform, please check out the YouTube video. So you can see some of the beautiful art that has come out of Valerie's work and her projects. Um, but the food was really interesting to me as well as the, the routine because Yes, it takes time, and I had to make time to do it, but it wasn't like this super laborious, like stressful experience. There were things that I was able to incorporate into my daily schedule. So like with the firming pace, I would put do my firming pace, I would wrap myself, and then I would relax. I would be sitting on the computer on sitting doing my work on the computer, or if I was wanted to stand, and maybe when I'm you know, I'm supposed to be resting, but I would be standing and doing something simple, like cooking. Um, where I'm not doing a whole bunch of movement, but I'm kind of stationary. And it's, um, you're able to, yeah, incorporate it into your daily routine.
1: <laughs> Y'all always hear Zach, Zach the in oh the background. God. Please send help. <laughs> I said, please send
3: help. Um, so the that- rapping's important. Like you did the Bengkung Ramping, that you can learn, and you have to learn from somebody. But mm-hmm. also, you know, that originates from Southeast Asia, Indonesia, and Malaysia. And so in set and i sell a modernized ben kong wrap yes that's a self-wrap and it's by design to so you don't you know move so much or you bend down or you twist so it's it's there to keep you um keep your core safe and supported yeah and i don't believe in the the 24 7 wrapping and so that's you know at night you should relax and your body needs to relax so there's different things that you know i teach you and that our postnatal coaching because i also have um, other coaching programs, lunch and learn talks for corporates. I've spoken at Johnson and Johnson. Um, they give you the highlights to incorporate. And you're right. It's not it's not that hard when you have to do these things anyway. Yeah. You're going to cook. So I try to postpartumize your meals I that like you that. like. I like that, postpartumize. Yes, so we're postpartumizing your meals and what you do in your daily life. And everyone loves it. And they always say it's so grounding because in addition to the... 52, you know, herbs that are in there and spices, there's medicinal roots, barks, leaves, and flowers that ground a mother that have been used for for centuries in, you know, traditional feminine health care. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check.
2: Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. there's like this turmeric fried rice in there i saw it it's so oh,
3: good. the ginger fried rice yes. yeah it's really good so it, it, it yes. so the book has a bit of food science postnatal food science in the it's, beginning uh, mm-hmm. that i you know repeated from the mommy plan just to give you the highlights and it's good for dads too because if your dad if your if your partner is not gonna it's not a chef These are simple recipes that he can do if if they want, because you also have to have certain expectations of your partner and what they can do and want to do.
2: I feel now I'm like, now I'm getting older. I'm starting to learn like more that sometimes you should assign a man. This is, this is what you can do. Like, and I feel that there is a disconnect in terms of pregnancy, especially, you know, Shai and I both had pandemic COVID kids. Um, and <laughs>
1: I've never heard somebody call them. That. <laughs> no,
0: no, it's yes. weird
2: because people reach out to me, and they're like, How did you deal with having a pandemic baby? And I'm like, What?
1: Like I just had a baby. Like, what do you I think because about? we already weren't people who we're, like go outside all the time. Yeah, we're kind of homebodies yeah, So way. It was like, I'm okay. I'm at home with my
2: you know, pregnant. But you know, I know Zach really struggled because he couldn't go to the doctor's appointments. He was outside in the parking lot, but he couldn't go in the office. So he was, you know, he'd be like, what, what can I do? He was very open and was looking, you know, to see where he fit into the pregnancy and being supportive. And I think in terms of Cheyenne taking time for her recovery, like, he, you know, it allowed him to, oh, here's my little time with the baby and offer some.
1: some yeah. He liked that time. I it mean, was, the hour that I would do with Tay, yeah. he. He felt like it was it was good for you. His time to do like skin to skin with Ace and stuff. And Ryder was in school at the time, so we didn't really have to juggle her so much as juggling hit like juggling the baby. Yeah, and your schedules. Right. But looking at this and just thinking about everything, so if you are pregnant, are the products safe to use as far as, like, the washes and the soaps and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. It's
3: 100% natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nothing, just no funny biz, business in it. Again, it's eco-postnatal care. It's my my, my like, logo is right. Um, yeah. good for mom, baby, and the planet, you know, because we really have to, everything is, um, you know, is uh, recycled mm-hmm. and all of that. And this is, it's good. Even, you know, the tea is good, for, you know, during, you know, baby it's it's the best tea i love it for like digestive issues Mm -hmm. and um i even have you know my guy friends that have
1: problems drink it do you have some tea that'll make me poop yeah this is it oh okay (laughs) This is it because
3: it's it's, it's just it's all. It. Sur- <laughs> sur- am i gonna
2: <laughs> lose some weight i'm just asking <laughs> just i can wrap you i question. still have my mommy wrap
1: i would like some tea that's gonna make me shit okay i mean even then you know even
3: for <laughs> menses, like monthly menses, you know these that the, the same type of massages with more deep heat and using um remember that the fresh herbal compress mm-hmm. i made you are oh
1: do you have this tea at the house i drank it all <laughs> Y'all, that's so rude when because Kyle you- got all the products and listen <laughs> to what she shared with me—a bar of soap. Like it was the best bar of soap. Don't Y'all, get me wrong, but I'm just confused on what. All well, the other product the products. Are you on Tik? Writer, oh, you're not on TikTok. Just kidding.
2: I like how writer just keeps in coming in with this phone, like mom. She's not even saying anything. No. It's his phone <laughs> and
1: face. Like I just want to know why you got all the products and that's the only thing you shared.
2: Because I was recovering
1: Rude. and I wanted to feel, the, I'm recovering
2: too. I wanted to feel the <laughs> full experience and because at the time I genuinely, I needed it. I really needed it. You know, we haven't really talked about the transition of becoming a mother and balancing two children and being like, you know, it. I think if I had a full-time partner or not, I would still. You'd still feel I still it. Still feel it. You know, I still needed it. So I wasn't trying to hold out on you. I just yeah, whatever. genuinely was like, <laughs> Whatever. My whatever. products, my recovery. This is me taking my power and investing in myself. And here's the bar of soap, Shy. <laughs> okay, you guys, Cheyenne's talking about this bar of soap, like it wasn't the greatest thing that no, it was. Tried. Mom and I argued over it one day, but that's not <laughs> the point. Okay. I've been really sad because I have not been able to go to the spa um
1: because I'm still full-time nursing and, Girl, and I just haven't nursing or not. Hold on. I can't remember the last time I've been to a spa. <laughs> I want to go to the spa so bad. Okay, we'll go
2: soon. We have certificates. We gotta go. We'll make some time. We're gonna do this. We owe it to ourselves. Okay. Mom date, no guilt, no mom guilt. Our kids will be great.
1: Our kids will be great. Our kids will
2: be great. <laughs> so there's this brown formulation soap. And when I tell you at first, I was like, oh, okay, just another bar of soap. I actually recorded myself using this bar of soap for the very first time. So you guys may see some very, like, funny, intimate moments with me um, in this podcast video. Tune into the YouTube. Um, <laughs> literally two minutes in, I'm like, Mom you got to try this soap. And she's like, let me try And I'm like, no, this one's mine. Like, I'm oh gonna yeah. You Mom was so soap. offended. I'm really-
1: <laughs> she's like, I'm sure you get everything else from me. Like, <laughs> you're not going to let me use your
2: soap. I was like, no, I'll get you. You can have your own bar of soap. But it's the, you could feel the herbs and like the scents, like there's cinnamon, there's ginger, there's turmeric. So it helps with like the discoloration and like the hyperpigmentation that sometimes comes with pregnancy and just your hormones are all over the place. So I was literally in the shower. I turned the heater on in there because I was like, I'm learning about the cold state and the warm state. I'm going to... good idea. I, I... My reaction in this video was probably so like, why is this lady I'm so hyped <laughs> up over this bar of soap? But I felt like I was like, in um, you know how we go to like we spa? We go to a Korean spa, we get Wii a full spa. body exfoliate body exfoliation. I, in that moment, was like, "I don't need to go to the spa because the spa is here with me right now. And it wasn't just like a state of like I'm relaxing, but it was the sense, like the aromatherapy. Mm-hmm. It, you could really feel the exfoliation. It wasn't, like, one of those, like, cheap, like, let me go grab some at the grocery store and, like, scrub it and it's abrasive or, like...
3: No, there's actually it hurts. brown it was- white rice and glutinous rice. And that's the exfoliation part. <gasps> oh, that's you cool. Need, you need to sloth off your dead skin cells yes. in order to h- open your pores and on f- your stomach like p- absorb the products for maximum
1: yes no i, I, I really did. like the soap so i'm and gonna then, have to get some more product you know there's awesome. this
2: herbal oil in there that's amazing there is a you know you got your virgin coconut oil that you rub on there there's oh, this, the calming paste oh yes um i have pictures
1: so i'm gonna you know yeah i walked in on this one day <laughs> i was like what the hell is going on up here but it was a whole thing. But Valerie, what is the ultimate
3: goal? I mean, the, the goal is for women to realize that they needed to actively manage their recovery from day one, but it's very gentle. It's not this okay. big process. And you've been talking about the products and how you use them. Well, I've created a whole plan. So mm-hmm. it's like a plan for the first 30 days. If she you spells get, it out. Like the full Monty with morning and evening or lesser products, but... You'll know when to use them for your body. And it's traditional feminine healthcare, so it's good at any time. So you can still use the feminine wash, the tea, the herbal oil, which I only use for my massages. And the goal is for women to realize that if you have only two weeks or four weeks for recovery, you gotta start it earlier and you have it planned out. So it's consecutive healing. Because how we break it down in Malaysia is week by week what's the body doing the first week? body week the first week it's like the lochia is you know being released the toxins are starting to be released and we support that the second week you know is um you know strengthening a bit of digestion plus all of those things happening in the background and so we build on it week by week but we literally the body starts healing within hours after the placenta is burst you know because the hormones drop we don't see any of this because it's internal until we feel it And so, you just want to be ready. Like, you have your spare tire in the car. And I say this because I had a tire incident this morning. (laughs) (laughs) And you need just to have all of these tools in your toolkit as and when. And then you'd be like, thank God I have it, instead of searching for it. Because when you're in the throes of having a baby, you know, um, I've had people reach out to me in labor and order their set when I finally, like, oh, I need something. Um, And so, to have that and to know when to use it, that helps. The body um, just shed this process because it's it's at a unique time that only happens after childbirth, and and it's you know it's 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 just how the body it's like God's gift, you know it's it's our body's gift back to us to get back to normal, yeah. yeah you know in quotes. I think this would be a
2: great push gift, you know I feel like over the with social media this idea of a push gift has been like shoved in our faces a little bit just like with snapback culture. If my partner had given me this like gift of recovery, I would have been ecstatic. So it's like for dads or for partners of pregnant women, for families, grandparents, sisters, brothers. Like if you know someone who is pregnant, share this with them because you really have no idea how Necessary it is, and how good it is. So it's like my postpartum experience at first was really wonky, and I well, yeah, it was really like it was rough. Your sis was struggling, Mm -hmm. Um, but once I started doing the program, it gave me a whole different feeling, idea of what postpartum is and what it can be, and it turned into a really positive experience. So, with Valerie saying, like, you're part of it, gave me the ability to create something for myself that was uplifting. And it gave me something to look forward to. And I feel like it worked. I like, I know I was like, no, but it's like, I feel like it was really like it's worked. Um, in terms of like the products, like my hyperpigment, like my hormones go crazy, you know, as everyone. Um, but I I have really bad hyperpigmentation. like, Like my underarms and my groin area, my stuff is lighter now. Like, um, things that I was feeling insecure about, I, I've learned how to embrace by like, by taking care of it actively. Um, my weight had had kind of plateaued. I lost another fifteen pounds after doing the program. Incredible.
1: Um, so, where can people find the products that um, they can find it on my website at
3: um, eco dot mm-hmm. Do you have an Instagram? I do i do instagram is eco underscore postnatal care
1: and then we'll put all of this in the description yep. on um, our instagram and then also on the YouTube, youtube description box so if you guys don't tune into the visual um, aspect of the podcast you guys can find it in the caption on the instagram so that you guys can go and check out valerie's website and her instagram and go do some shopping if not for yourself then for somebody else that you know and hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode and get to take in a little bit of information that valerie splashed on us today um we definitely appreciate you coming on and sharing your knowledge taking the time to
2: you know it's it's crazy how like sometimes in life we have these crazy experiences and you're like what is all of this for um so thank you for turning that moment into like a positive and doing the research and taking the time to utilize the environment that you were in and to really embrace it and to be able to share it. Cause it's, you know, there's some of us we're looking, we just don't know where to look. So it's um, it's nice to know that there are good people who just take initiative to figure things out and they may not know it in that time, but it's um, you know, the work that you've done, I believe will really help not only me, but other people out there who are like, yo, I just want to feel better. I just want to recover. I just want to get through this phase because it's temporary. You know, when you're in it, it feels like, oh my gosh, I'm in it. I'm stuck. But it, it can be a temporary moment that you can push through. So
3: you'd be very surprised when you know what to do with the body and when and capitalize on what's happening after childbirth. The process, you really heal better, faster, stronger, and healthier. So you can get back to get through that initial healing process. You'll still be recovering for the subsequent six weeks and months, but you'll have better quality time with baby because you're emotionally and mentally, you know, stabilized.
1: Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. I love it. So every episode, we end our episode with, we either give words of advice or we share like a WTF moment
1: so not kyle spelling it out No, know what's crazy i was at staples and the guy oh was like God. oh
2: what's your pod what's the podcast and i told him i was like oh we're three moms you know getting real with i basically said our little intro and he said what's a wtf moment and i wanted to look at him and say <laughs> this this right here i was like how one, old sir. are you and i was like excuse my language but what the fuck and he was like oh i never heard that and everything in me wanted to say do you not have a phone a kid around you (laughs) like I wish I
3: you know how old old was he?
2: oh he was like in his 30s oh he was like Mm. a 30 30 mid
1: 30 year old man
2: like what do you
1: have this week Kyle advice or WTF moment
2: my advice is to treat someone with these kits you don't if you can't get the full kit at least get the wash get the tea change your life and order whatever you can because it's it's um you know I'm sold. And it's not like I'm sold. I I experienced the process. And like I said, everyone who I know who's either recently given birth or they're delivering or they're pregnant. I'm like, hey, here you go. Like, let me help you make the process um, better, not only for the mother, but it helps the dads because at the end of the day, you need a happy lady. You need a happy mom because the mom is, you know, she's there to take care of the baby. And if she's not happy, you're going to get the grunt of the, the hormonal aggression, possibly and the, the outburst. And, you know, your child, you know, may or may not feel that energy, but it's um, do this treat for yourself. It, it really helps
1: the family. I feel. Valerie. Do you have a WTF or you have some advice? I just have a question. Did your, are your pooping problems? Did that happen before? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just trying to after? lose weight. I can poop all the time. Oh, okay. Should I wrap you? <laughs> I can wrap you. I'm just trying to fit into this dress on Saturday. I still, I still wrap myself. <laughs> hydrocolonic detox.
2: So that's a whole other thing that <laughs> yes. we got to learn about.
1: You said hydrocolonic? Yeah, the
3: hydrocolonic
1: detox, yeah.
3: Maybe we should go get them. Or just a hydrocolonic, but yeah, that's a whole.
2: I
1: need thing. something because this dress is looking a little science, small. It's like I just need, i just want to poop, but more. I poop all the time. I'm just trying to poop a little bit more.
3: <laughs> no, now my uh, just—I want women to realize that they can, you know. Take care of themselves after childbirth, menses. There's there are ways to recover and you should recover um, from miscarriage, stillborn birth, and abortion that are not in the US. And we have to look to counselors outside of the US and and embrace them very simply. And I've just, yeah, I've been studying it for fifteen years now and I'm I would love to share it with more people.
1: I love that. I think it's great. I'm about to go get some products hopefully they get here by saturday so i can shit tomorrow but anyway Stop. um <laughs> let me think about mine i don't really have advice you have a big weekend coming up. oh my god guys send help that's a whole wtf in itself riders turning five riders fifth birthday is saturday which is a wtf because you guys know how i do parties and um this one's just a lot but what i feel party? like are we having shy So we're having a tea party every we always have tea parties when you turn five for the women in our family. Um, So that's exciting because it's just tradition. But on top of that, I've been planning Ryder's fifth birthday. I've been planning Ace's first birthday. And then I've been planning the Nails by Ryder K launch party slash pop up. And I swear yesterday, every event, even though Ace and the Nail Polish launch are until May Every event had a zell do. Like I needed to zell something to secure something for each event. I maxed out both of my zell accounts, like accounts that I could zell from. And I was telling uh, Corey, who's helping me, she helps me plan. And I'm like, "Girl, I can't do anything else today. Like, you got to leave me alone." Like, give me a, give me a break. What the fuck? My
0: bank account. Like, my bank account, I literally no. say
1: no. And <laughs> she's like, but what? I'm like, no, 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 You don't get it. Like, there's no, but I can't do anything unless someone wants to send me a link and I can pay on a credit card. But like, Zell is literally saying no, girl. And Zell has told me no for the past like three days. Every day has been something. I'm just like, oh my God, why did I do this to myself? So next year, I'm, I'm not doing this like we're gonna go on a trip or something but i literally every morning i wake up to like massive text messages of things that i have to do by plan or sale and <laughs> i want to say fuck off to all of them but i can't so that is my wtf but god is good i'm not complaining but i'm complaining but, yeah, that's my WTF. My Zell's been maxed out for the past three days, and um, these events better be worth it. <laughs> I'm excited for the birthdays. I'm excited, too. So next week I'll be able to tell you guys about Ryder's birthday, and we can talk about how it went, and if um I'm recovering from my bank account, because right now I'm just taking L's every day. <laughs> yeah. But thank you guys for listening to this episode. I'm very excited that we were able to talk about Um, Postpartum care. Post. How do you got? You keep saying it differently than I say it. What did you say? Eco postnatal. We we provide like
3: I provide eco postnatal care. There we go. I want to emphasize the natural.
1: Yeah, I like Mm -hmm. how you say it. I like your voice too. You're very calming. You make me feel like I have to talk low or whisper or something. (laughs) I'm like it's a very soothing voice, right? I'm like, like, do I have a soothing voice? No, I don't. Even the way you said, is it? Yeah, I'm like, (laughs) I feel like I have to talk like down here do some voiceovers. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys can follow us at think loud crew on Instagram and on our YouTube and you can check us out on any podcast platforms don't forget to like comment subscribe leave good feedback rate us on the podcast platforms because it helps our podcast continue to grow yes. and then you can follow me at shy not shy you
2: can follow me at our Kyle and Valerie can you let us know where we can find you again you're doing the
1: soft voice
3: (laughs) you know i'm just trying to match her energy (laughs) (laughs) instagram eco underscore uh, postnatal care that's eco underscore and then post eco postnatal care.com perfect Perfect. we'll put
2: all of that in here and y'all go help yourselves help someone you love and
1: go get a kit products you guys have a good week
0: In just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it.